you're kind of faced with almost two mirrors, right? The mirror of the version of you that you're becoming and the mirror of where you currently are or maybe an old paradigm of way of being that you're trying to let go of. Hello, and welcome back to the Brilliant Babe podcast. I'm your host, Natalia. I have a very special guest with me today. Her name is Rose Stein, and she is the founder of Coffee and Crystals. Rose Stein is a spiritual entrepreneur and the founder of Coffee and Crystals. She helps spiritual CEOs to step into their power and own their purpose to create a life full of abundance, freedom, and success. After much success in corporate America working in marketing and advertising, Rose decided to use her skills to help others live abundant, limitless lives. Thus, Coffee and Crystals was born. She's helped many clients double, triple, and 10x their income and overcome their limiting mindsets. Without further ado, Rose, welcome to the Brilliant Bay Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's so wonderful to be here with you. You're so welcome. You guys, I was first introduced to Rose and Coffee and Crystals through this mastermind that I attended in June and Rose was talking in it and I took a few of her mindset affirmations and a lot of her advice that she was talking about and applied it in my business the next month and was just amazed at how like the stuff actually works and how important mindset is to running a business and being a CEO. So I had to bring her on the podcast because I know that I get a lot of questions from you guys about like increasing your revenue and driving more sales and stuff like that. So I honestly thought there was no one better to bring on to talk about this. Oh my goodness. I got chills when you said that about how you literally applied it and we're amazed at how easy it is and how quickly it can work. And that's really the magic of all of this and the work that I do with my clients. And you got like to taste that, you know, and you implement it so quickly. And I just, I love hearing stories like that because it gives people and your listeners, even who might be listening to this right now, um, the validation and the confirmation that it can happen quickly and you can implement these things and see very quick results. And so that's what I'm hoping uh, your listeners today will be able to take this conversation and really run with it and be able to make things happen really fast. So definitely. Yeah, I took so many notes from her mastermind. So if you guys want to take notes today, or if you want to like write down in your iPhone, some of the things that we're going to talk about, I think it'll be super beneficial to you guys. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into a few questions that I have for you. And I think our audience will really benefit from first off, what led you to start coffee and crystals? Yes. So Coffee and Crystals came to me when I least expected it. I actually already had a separate business when I started Coffee and Crystals um, that was under my own name. I had been coaching for about a year at that point, and I used to do these uh, very intensive business deep dives that would be like three hours long. I don't do them anymore, especially in that way. Um, And I had one that was over person who I was um, doing it with wasn't in my time zone. And so I had to kind of like move things around. And so I did it over, I think it was like 11 to two or something. It was like kind of over lunch. And so I was going to eat lunch late that day. And uh, after the deep dive, I was like, wow, I feel like I'm running on coffee and crystals right now. I just kind of set it off the cuff. And all of a sudden, 
this like surge of energy went through my body and I just knew that it was going to be something. I knew that it was going to be this bigger brand and that everything I had been building in my business was about to expand into something beyond me. I had no idea what it was going to be and it was born and here we are and it's been really amazing and it's really crazy. Obviously, I run on more than just coffee and crystals, a lot of fuel and food and things like that. But um, it is a real thing for me that there's this dichotomy between the like physical and the metaphysical and the energy and the strategy and it really represents what we do and the next iteration of what we're creating as well and so it's been a driving force and such a fun experience to let it transform in the way that it was supposed to versus it being a business that I had to have all the things figured out like the name came and I just kind of ran with it and it's it's been an amazing journey. I love that. I, the story just really shows if you follow your gut where it leads you in life, it'll always work out, I feel like. I know you have a background in corporate America. Was it scary to leave all that experience and go and form your own business? Yeah, so I have now been in business for the last four years. It'll actually four and a half almost. Um, I started my business in uh, 2018. I left corporate in 2018. And uh it was really scary that at that point there was this moment of, you know, I was looking at the career trajectory at my advertising agency and I worked for a really cool agency. We worked with multi-million dollar clients. I was getting so much experience and I just knew deep down that that wasn't meant to be my path. And I actually didn't know I was supposed to be an entrepreneur. Like I didn't have that entrepreneurial focus when I got into corporate. I thought I was going to probably stay in corporate. And there was just that nudge. It was the same thing that like kind of happened with Coffee and Crystals. That's amazing. Yeah. So when I first heard you speak, I had just quit my corporate job and I was in marketing as well. I had a great um, like career path and everything. I was a marketing manager. But when I quit, I had that exact same feeling that you had, like that calling. I just knew that if I followed that path, it would lead to bigger and better things. So I totally relate to you there. And I just think it's so vital to listen to those thoughts, not suppress them. A lot of us just have these limiting beliefs that we've had that maybe developed during childhood or mm -hmm. in our young, like adolescent years. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there's like a reoccurring belief that like, I feel like one of them is maybe confidence. Like maybe we all kind of suffer a little bit with confidence when it comes to business decisions and like making more money. Um, what would you say to someone who is really excited, wants to make six figures this year, but just has these limiting beliefs about themselves and they just lack that confidence at the moment? Yeah, I, I see this a lot. Honestly, a lot of my clients come to me and they're in that space. So if you're listening to this and you're like, yep, that's me, like, do not worry. Like that's part of the process when limiting beliefs come up to the surface and you're, you have this pull to do something bigger, to start a business, to expand your business, to make six figures, to, you know, live a totally different life. You are going to be met with the limiting beliefs, old paradigms, ways of being that have been keeping you stuck in your current reality. So know that when those things show up, it's a sign that you're up leveling. Mm -hmm. 
because when we're in our comfort zones, those things don't show up. When things are comfy and we're staying safe, right? The those things won't be fired. The limiting beliefs won't be showing up for you, right? Because you're staying safe. You're not pushing past them. And so when you're embarking on a journey to make six figures or start a business or expand your business um, or do something different, get a new job, whatever it is, um, know that limiting beliefs are bound to show up. And this is where you have an opportunity to face them head on, understand them, look at them, have compassion for them but then rewrite a new set of beliefs. And this is why I do subconscious reprogramming work with my clients, mm -hmm. that it's not just the strategic piece of things, because even though I come from the advertising marketing world and corporate, I saw that there was a missing piece to the puzzle. You could have the best strategy in the world. You could have your Facebook ads running perfectly. You could have the best organic and your everything looks really beautiful. But if the belief is that it's not going to work, it won't. Right. And so... I encourage anybody who's listening to like, welcome it, welcome those things to show up and take time to look at them and see what it's trying to tell you. And then in our conversation about the highest self, right? Mm -hmm. What is their set of beliefs? Are they in opposition to what's actually showing up for me right now? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Then you know that there's some work that needs to be done to then align yourself with a belief system that is actually serving your expansion and serving the things that you want to create. Right. When you talk about tapping into your highest self, is that like tapping into that mindset or maybe tapping into habits that you envision that higher self doing? It, it can be, it's kind of all the above really. Mm -hmm. um, your highest self is that part of you that is limitless. For some people, it could be a connection. You know, some people consider it your soul. Some people connect source energy. Um, how, whatever terminology suits you, doesn't matter. I like using highest self um, mm -hmm. because it makes sense for me. And But I would not get hung up on even like the vernacular of it. Yeah. But that part of you is expanding and is limitless and can literally do anything. And so when we have a belief system or a limiting belief that shows up that says, I can't, that sticky, icky feeling that we sometimes feel in our chest or in our body when that's showing up, or maybe the anxiety is you not being congruent with your highest self. So know when those feelings come up, it's it's an indicator, a warning sign, right, from your highest mm -hmm. self saying, hey, 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 we're out of alignment here because, like, I believe you can do anything. You are limitless. Like, I'm here. I know you because I am you. And mm -hmm. you're saying something else that's not actually in alignment with what we actually are. And so it is mindset. It is belief system. It is taking action as that version of yourself with my clients and what I do in my program is helping them paint a full picture of who is that next level version of you. What are their beliefs? What do they do on a regular basis? What's their morning ritual look like? Um, how do they nourish their body? How do they move their body? Mm -hmm. How do they speak about themselves to themselves, to other people? What, how do they dress? Like it can even be a physical manifestation of it because that changes how you feel mm -hmm. and how you show up. It could also be, who you surround yourself with, 
because mm-hmm. we really are the byproduct of the people we spend the most time with. And so if you're around a group of people who maybe have a lot of limiting beliefs about themselves and they're projecting that onto you about your, your business, Mm -hmm. it's something to better understand. And I'm not saying to like cut them out completely, Mm -hmm. but to better understand when we're surrounding ourselves, what our environment is, if it's suitable for our growth and expansion. And if it's an energetic match for that version of ourselves, I heard something recently about a flower <laughs> that you wouldn't blame the flower for not growing. Right. You would blame the environment, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, is it getting enough water? Is it being nurtured? Is it, you know, are you fueling the flower with the right foods and nutrients, right? Mm-hmm. Is it getting enough sunlight? Mm-hmm. It's with us. Yeah. If your environment around you that you're creating, because it's not outside of you, it's something that you're creating because you have all the power. So I want to reclaim that power. It's not something that's happening to you. Other people aren't going to water you. You have to water yourself. Mm-hmm. But are you fostering an environment that is suitable for your growth and your expansion? That is an energetic match for that version of you. And I'm not saying like, you know, some people are like, oh, well, the six figure version of me or the seven figure version of me is like taken, you know, first class and <laughs> has a bougie this or whatever. And yeah. of course, like there's a layer of that, but like, how could you foster that energy in other ways? Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to always just be the full manifestation of it. It can be in other ways. So what makes you feel like a badass CEO, right? Yeah. Putting on like your favorite outfit, you know, doing your makeup. Maybe it's uh, for my clients. I have a, and for anybody really, you can download it now, like a CEO energy playlist. Like this Mm -hmm. is like my bangers that make me feel like a boss bitch and I'll go on CEO walks and do the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so things like that, right. That didn't cost me anything. It's free playlist on Spotify. You can listen to it right now, but those things get me into my power and get me into that energy. And stepping into that. And if I go for a CEO walk or, you know, do my morning ritual or put on an outfit that makes me feel like a bad bitch, I'm going to approach my business in that energy. Yeah. And if you keep doing that day after day, you're going to see things change. For sure. That is so powerful because it really is all about stepping into that. And like, I mean, even when it comes to like, like free things, like you can go on a walk and listen to like, a empowering playlist or like an empowering motivational video, you really just begin to, your mind starts to be into work in a way that benefits you. I think, whereas if we are, maybe you're stuck at home and you're working from your computer and you're getting it down on yourself because you're not experiencing growth in the way you want your business to, you can get out of that. I mean, you can step into that higher version of yourself, go outside, take a walk, listen to an empowering playlist and you're in a completely different mood. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. There's the spiral can go either ways. There can be a downward spiral in terms of our thinking as well as an upward spiral. So for example, let's say you didn't hit the revenue goals that you wanted to, or maybe you have a sales call and it doesn't go through, or maybe, you know, your TikTok doesn't perform the way you want it to. These are all things that are really, really normal that happen Mm -hmm. on the entrepreneurial journey to everybody. Right. You can then go down the path of, 
oh, I posted this. I put so much effort into my TikTok. It didn't do well. Gosh, I'm not getting enough views. Like my followers are dropping. Like my business, like it's going to start compounding and you're just going to start focusing yeah, on yeah. all the things that are going wrong. The goal isn't to then go from, fuck, I feel like things are going bad to I everything's fine because we're not mm-hmm. trying to bypass it. Yeah. It's important to feel it and look at it. But how can we shift your thinking to go a little bit higher up? And so, for example, like listening to a playlist, going for a walk, Mm -hmm. removing yourself from that environment where you're just looking at all your stats or whatever it is, can get you to neutrality. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the answer isn't shifting something within the business or like doing something business related. Sometimes it could be something that is outside of the business that actually helps pull you out. Yeah. Um, So having a ritual or we do a lot of like sacred self-care, coffee Mm -hmm. and crystals, all about that. So doing something like that, treating yourself to that, the walk, things that are maybe not in your business to give you that separation, to break that state, that Mm -hmm. negative state. Because if you then are in that energy and they're like, oh, I got to post another TikTok, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good that TikTok might be or how amazing that video is your energy behind it is not aligned with that CEO who knows like is fine. You're going to have things go viral. You're going to have things not do as well. It's not make or break for your business, but it's just part of the flow and getting yourself back into that state sometimes means breaking yourself and pulling yourself out of it and doing something a little bit more neutral. That's so true. And I feel like if you don't, if you show up and you're, I mean, even if you're like so burnt out and you're just showing up to show up, especially on like TikTok, if you're trying to promote your business and your energy is just down, I feel like people can see that too. Um, But another thing I feel like that can help you along your journey too, is having a really great community of like-minded people and CEOs. And you've developed your own community called the spiritual CEO community. Um, which is just like a community based off of high vibe um, CEOs who you coach and who are doing amazing things. So let's talk about how building this community came about. And do you have any advice for building a community within your business? Yeah, it's been so special to see it evolve and um, the people who I've connected with through uh, SCA through the spiritual CEO accelerator. It's just been really fantastic. And I think in terms of building your own community, it's about what is going to foster this space and container of transformation, right? Mm -hmm. Because ultimately that's what we're here for, right? Is Mm -hmm. growth, change, transformation. It's like the only constant in the human experience that we have is change. Yeah. And so how can you hold space for a container of change and allowing people to show up in a way that meets them exactly where they are? And so whatever your business is, whether it's in the health and wellness space, in the business space, um, in blogging or whatever it is, like thinking about what is going to foster a space for people to show up, connect, and embark on a journey of transformation, Mm -hmm. even if it's small changes. And so for even my clients who build communities in different ways, community really means whatever it sits home for you. Um, I've created a lot of different communities throughout my business, whether it's 
hosting a retreat, masterminds I've done, showing up for other people's masterminds, even um, group programs, different things. And at the core, it's connecting like-minded people for a common purpose of transformation. And there's just so much beauty and power in that and creating a safe space. And ultimately, as the leader of it, it's how can you continue to foster and set the energetic tone for what you want to achieve in that community and making sure that there you are setting that tone and you are bringing that forward in your energy and how you're showing up um, and being the embodied example for the community that you serve. And sometimes being the embodied example is also being very vulnerable as well. Mm-hmm. I think that so often when we're leading a business or leading a community, it can be easy to fall in the trap of thinking that if I seem like I have all my shit together, that they, you know, they'll like me more or mm. whatever it is. Yeah. But in actuality, when you can relate to them on a deeper level, that's what then makes you part of the community and connected to the community instead of separate from it. Right. And so that's probably one of my biggest um, words of advice in terms of fostering a community is being as authentic as you can, being vulnerable, Mm -hmm. meeting them where they are and holding a space to let them know that you're also on the journey with them. Mm -hmm. And I've really done that throughout my business And sometimes I'm just a little bit ahead of my clients, you know, but I'm just like, I've been there. I have limiting beliefs. I'm not this perfect person that just is like, yeah, (laughs) speaking really vulnerably about my own struggles and things that I've gone through and learned from so that I can bring it back to my community and say, Hey, like, this is real. And if you're feeling this, I get it. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, it's kind of, um, hidden to be vulnerable these days, especially with social media. Because Instagram and even TikTok can be just a highlight reel and it can be showing our best days and our best moments and our successes, which is great. Like we should always celebrate our successes, but I feel like vulnerability is a rare thing these days. And so something I see when people are building communities is a more vulnerable and open they are to saying, Hey, I've made this mistake or I did this today and I totally fucked up. Like just having a sense of humanity and talking to people and being honest about how things are really going, even if everything may seem picture perfect, a vulnerable sense, I feel like just really brings people together more than anything, that humanity. Yeah. It allows people to feel seen yeah, mm-hmm. and connect to you on a deeper level. Like the relatability in business we're seeing is even through social media. It's interesting. There's like two lenses of it. I think that there's the like picture perfect highlight reel that you know we have on Instagram and TikTok and then there also is a side that is really vulnerable and mm-hmm. people wanting to connect to brands a little bit deeper and knowing them on a deeper level yeah. to feel like okay I'm connected to this and that's why I'm going to continue buying with you mm-hmm. right yeah and so I think it's just a, a letting people feel seen and meeting them where they are and knowing that like their what they're experiencing in their life is so valid Mm -hmm. and the like picture perfect thing isn't isn't the end goal it's the journey and evolution Mm -hmm. to becoming 
the next version of you, I think even looping back to what we were talking about. Yeah. When we think about the snapshot of when you think about that version of you, who's doing whatever it is, making the six figures, traveling, living an abundant life. It's just this snapshot that exists in kind of like a picture, right? Mm -hmm. But the unfolding, the becoming, the savoring, letting it unfold and letting kind of those pieces of you fall away and that shedding process can be grueling. Yeah. Um, I'm going through my own shedding process right now as I'm stepping into whole new levels of my business and Mm -hmm. new opportunities and adventures. And it's really having me face certain things head on. Mm -hmm. And in that unfolding process, we can really be like, I just ready to have be here and have all these things and my ducks in a row. And like, yeah, but, I can force you to be impatient. <laughs> yes, I absolutely. And get everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've really learned that the journey and the unfolding mm-hmm. of the becoming is a never ending experience because yeah. once you arrive to wherever it is that you're trying to go, you're going to have new goals, new yeah. things. New challenges. Mm -hmm. And so being present with the unfolding and the process and enjoying it, like enjoying the process, Mm -hmm. I think has really changed how I view my business and stepping into that next level in so many ways. Yeah. And I feel like when you're um, enjoying the process too, you're more grateful, you know, it may maybe something that was so small to you because you're so focused on hitting this next level of yourself, you almost become impatient and irritable. But if you're enjoying each day and growing your business in the process of it, you're grateful for the smallest things, I feel like. Um, And when you're stepping into that badass CEO energy, I feel like you can also maybe have some pushback from your former self, you know, because you're trying to be this higher version of yourself. But then your old self is kind of reminding you like, hey, can you do this? Because remember when you try to speak in front of people and it didn't work out, you know, like just bringing Mm -hmm. up things that maybe people might think about. Do you have any advice to push back those thoughts when trying to step into that higher version? Yeah, I think it's really normal. It's you're going to be faced with it. It's kind Mm -hmm. of this mirror to be you're kind of faced with almost two mirrors, right? The Mm -hmm. mirror of the version of you that you're becoming and the mirror of where you currently are, or maybe an old paradigm of way of being that you're trying to let go of. Yeah. And so when you're faced with that, it's like, oh, well, this didn't work. Or like, who, who do you think you are to make six figures online? Or who do you think you are to do whatever it yeah. is, right? Those show up. This is where you want to come back to like, what do I actually know to be true? Mm-hmm. What do I know to be true? And challenging those beliefs, like, is this actually true mm-hmm. that I can't be successful online? Well, no, right? Like, yeah. I see other people do it. There's other people doing it. Mm-hmm. No yeah. And that's so powerful for your subconscious mind to challenge those old beliefs mm-hmm. in terms of the validity, because that's where the logic comes in, right? right. We want to have like, there's a piece of it where there is the logical mind that needs to come in that you want to challenge it, those mm-hmm. old belief systems to better understand, okay, this is actually just keeping me small mm-hmm. and 
when I let this go, because that version of me who I'm stepping into mm-hmm. has a totally different set of beliefs. And I know that I have to let this go in order to get to where they are. Yeah, definitely. And so, and having compassion with that process, because it's not always like, okay, limiting beliefs gone. (laughs) It can mean you need to, it may continue to show up for you. And so this is where certain modalities and different um, techniques and resources that I use with my clients mm-hmm. um, allow you to move through these things more quickly and efficiently. And like there are tools that you can have in your back pocket. So mm-hmm. for my clients who are part of the Spiritual CEO Accelerator, we have different modalities and meditations and um, emotional freedom technique is another thing. I think we actually did one, a little EFT tapping together we did. Um, when we were, when I came for the mastermind. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a technique, for example, that allows you to move through the limiting beliefs that are showing up through tapping. Mm -hmm. So if you're not familiar with EFT, for those of you who are listening, it's called emotional freedom technique. You're essentially tapping on meridian lines in the body. Uh, There's nine different points. It's the same concept as acupuncture and acupressure, the meridian lines. And so essentially by doing this, we're speaking and moving through belief systems and tapping on points of the body. Mm -hmm. That's one of many that can exist that you could use, but when you're in that state, using those resources, the more you do it, the more consistency you have with combating those old paradigms and belief systems. And the more you step into that version of you, you'll watch them fall away. They absolutely will. And new ones may show up Mm -hmm. at every level. You're going to be faced with something else. So don't think that like, oh, I will be absolved of any limiting beliefs. Like it's part of the process. Yeah crushing it they also have limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. it needs to show up so having compassion with that yeah that's so helpful to hear because sometimes you think like oh you look at a person you're like I just don't feel like they suffer with like limiting beliefs and they suffer with feeling like inefficient or not good enough so to hear you say that I think is just reminding us all we're all human and it's part of our journey um okay I want to talk about your favorite money affirmations because you gave away a few on the mastermind and they were so beneficial. I literally wrote them down and like repeated them to myself that month. And I just want to see if you can share any good ones with our audience. Yeah. there. I mean, there's so many. Um, I'm trying to think of some that I've been using recently. I think if you're, it depends on what state you're kind of in, in your relationship with money, because money is a tool. It's a resource. It is energy. And when you can shift your understanding of what money is for it being a relationship and this co-creative thing, it flows in, it flows out that it's not going to have this same level of control over you as it turns into this mutually beneficial symbiotic relationship. And so shifting that perspective comes with some work. And we did a lot of that together and on the mastermind call. Yeah. But let's say you're really struggling with money at that point. I would even implement certain affirmations that are even a little bit more generic. It's always good to zoom out depending on where you are in your journey. So for example, everything always has a way of working out for me even more perfect than I can plan. That's something that I always come back to and it applies really for everything because if let's say you didn't get the job or you didn't get the brand deal or the money didn't flow in or the client you didn't sign, 
knowing that everything always has a way of working out can allow you to really detach from the money and knowing that things will work out for you. And maybe you thought that the money was going to flow this way, but something better is coming. Yeah. Um, that's actually another one is this or something better when it comes to money. Um, when you're thinking about whatever it is you're creating, and it could be money, it could be other things that you're manifesting. It's like a huge mantra that I use a lot. If this works out beautiful, but if not, I know it's that something's better is coming. And so it creates this practice of non-attachment because when we are so attached to money or the how of how money shows up, we are in like a state of scarcity or desperation or really trying to choke hold. When it comes to money, it's about giving and receiving, being in a flow with that. And so allowing space for it to flow to you in different ways. If you want to get more specific, um, some of them is like money flows to me easily and effortlessly from multiple sources on a continuous basis. Um, I have a wonderful relationship with money. Money and I are friends. Um, you know, thinking about it being like a connection with money. Money flows to me easily whenever I need it. It always shows up for me um, in different ways, expected and unexpected. So kind of leaving that space for it to flow in different ways. Have you heard of the one that's like, um, show me how good it can get? Yes, I love that one. Good. Yes, one of my sure favorites. Can get. And I think that's a really good one when you're feeling really low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because it's essentially a challenge like, okay, this is low. We're yeah. at a low point right now. Or even show me it gets better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show me it gets better. Show me how good it can get. Mm-hmm. Um, being really open to it being this expansive thing and things can change really fast. Like things can change really fast. I know that you kind of experienced that, right? Like things Mm -hmm. can shift. And sometimes it's just this can be overnight success for people. It can be just a few weeks, but Mm -hmm. letting go of the timeline of money and letting it be this fluid thing. And when you understand that it's constantly flowing and you're in flow with it as well, like being tuning into the flow of money. That's why I really focus on abundance and not just money because it's really about the frequency that you're tapping into. For example, you know, you may be really wanting money, but let's say you're just getting free stuff left and right. Someone treats you to coffee, you know, you got like, Um, you want a free thing, you know, who knows, it could be just like a crazy discount on something or something costs way less than you thought. Like that's all abundance. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily money dollars in the bank, but that's Mm -hmm. still money. It's still abundance. And so shifting your view that it doesn't always have to be cash Mm -hmm. coming from a specific channel. The second you let go of that and let it flow to you in so many different ways and different experiences, um, portals of abundance will open up and your relationship with money will really improve in so many beautiful ways. So, yeah, I love that. And abundance mindset, I think is so key to like growing your business, money, life relationships. It's such a beautiful thing to have. Um, so Rose, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I want to promote coffee and crystals before we end this. Let's talk about your new masterclass and your self-affirmations and all that stuff. I want to make sure that our audience can get to all those resources. Yes. We just launched a 
whole new masterclass called the Spiritual CEO Masterclass. If you, if your business has been feeling more like a side hustle and you really want to step into full-time flourishing CEO, this masterclass is for you. Um, we're going to do a lot of limiting belief work. We're going to break down the limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck and keeping your business as an inconsistent side hustle so that you can expand into full-time CEO. Um, we're going to really understand the energetics of running a business and what you need to do to shift into an energetic tone for your business. So that way it serves you and the life that you want to create. And of course, we're going to talk about strategy and there's really four keys to successful strategy and they're not quite what you think. So I break that all down on the masterclass. It is a powerful hour. It's totally free. Um, the link, I think you'll leave the link for everybody, yeah. but I'd love to see you in there and serve you. And, um, Beyonce and Rihanna make a lot of appearances in this masterclass. I reference them a lot. So you're going to, if you can get down with that, you will get down with this masterclass. And I've really tried to make it as fun as possible. So you'll learn a lot and we'll take a lot of notes. So I'd I love, love it. And people can get so much from you. You really know how to like get a message across, tap into people's beliefs about themselves. It's just amazing the work that you do. Make sure you guys check out Coffee and Crystals. I've linked Rose's website, social media channels, and a link to her new masterclass in the episode description. So make sure you check all of that out. You have a business or you're trying to grow a business, or maybe you're just trying to get rid of some limiting beliefs. Rose can help you out so much. I know she's provided so much value today to the audience, and I'm just so grateful that you came on. So thank you for spending time with us. Yes, thank you so much for having me, and I can't wait to see you all in the masterclass. Yes, and I have a code for you guys, which will be in the description box as well. It's code Natalia. Um, go ahead and use that code at checkout and Rose will see you in her masterclass. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and feel free to share this episode on Instagram. You can tag our podcast page at Brilliant Bay Pod. I'd love to see how you guys felt about this episode and get your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, stay brilliant.